0: Welcome back to Manic and Medicated. So today's Manic Monday episode, we are talking about a present day case. This is something that's ongoing. We're getting new information daily on it. Uh, if you haven't heard it, I would be very surprised because this has been going on a lot, but let's go over it. It's just honestly really disturbing. But if you're new here, My name is Carissa, and I like to go over mental health issues, syndromes, diagnosis, true crime on Mondays, and on Wednesdays, you get just my personality with my own shit storm going on. But let's get into what is happening today. So as I said before, this is a case that is still being, you know, like new information is coming out every day. But... There is a girl from Michigan. I'm not exactly sure if she's like middle school, high school age, but based on all the news media outlet sources, and stories I've been seeing, uh, just over a year, this girl from Michigan has been receiving harassing text messages and messages on her social media. The reason why this has become such an issue, one, obviously cyberbullying, And two, uh, some days it would be up to 12 messages a day. And this is just like pure harassment, mean-spirited language, and it was just relentless. And that can become very distressing over time, just receiving hateful messages. And from people you don't even know. Her parents became increasingly concerned, obviously, and they were all in the know about everything and they had finally had enough they went to the police to report the issue because i'm sure as a parent you're probably like just ignore it it will go away make a new account will block them and there's only so much you can do to kind of figure out how can i escape this harassment but if this person knows all of your information and they just keep making new accounts it's kind of hard to get them away So the parents thought, you know, let's go to the police station, we'll report it. They can kind of figure out where this is coming from. And the thing is, not only was the young girl receiving these really crazy text messages, her then boyfriend was also. So they were both just getting harassed nonstop. The police were then horrified, absolutely disgusted. To find out, it wasn't a student of the victim. It wasn't a friend. It wasn't even a stranger. The person who was responsible for harassment and mental distress was the young girl's own mother, Kendra Lakari. Can we just take a moment for that? That is so fucked up. Imagine you as a mom, your are Quote unquote, so upset that your daughter is being cyberbullied. Only to come to find out that after you give up all this information and you're like, we need to find out who this is, and your daughter's so upset, and the police come back and say, Um, you're the person that's doing this. Like, I couldn't only imagine how the daughter feels. But Lakari had even went as far as to use software to hide her location. She used different numbers and area codes to pose as a student or someone else from the area. And just like the police were shocked, they even were stated saying, when the case first came into our office, it was bizarre and almost hard to believe. And then once law enforcement tracked down the IP address, they were able to just confirm that it was Lakari. Kendra Lakari was part of the community. She was even a coach for the school's basketball team. And I would just like to bring in Munchausen Syndrome. And the reason why I called this Cyber Munchausen Syndrome is because it was talked about in one of the articles, and I thought that this was so interesting because By definition, it is a mental condition in which a person repeatedly seeks medical attention. It's usually because they're like falsifying documents, they're very exaggerated, Um, sometimes they do self-inflicted pain or symptoms to themselves, and it's it's just so fucking bizarre, but it is a syndrome and it's very serious. Uh, Signs of this syndrome is making frequent visits to hospitals in different areas, so they can't obviously be accused of lying, uh, claiming to have a history of complex and serious medical conditions, having uh, having symptoms that do not match with test results, and get worse for no clear reason, having very good medical knowledge. So obviously, take out the hospital and sickness Portion of this and add in the cyberbullying thing with the mother. This could easily be classified around like the same thing because obviously there are clear signs of mental illness here. Uh, you know, this mom is definitely not in a normal state of mind to be doing this to her daughter. And the reason why I brought this up is because the mom needs help. She she does. And I'm not saying that she's a victim. The mom is not a victim. The daughter, if anyone's a victim in this, it's the daughter. It's the kids. They, she's getting fucking verbally, mentally attacked. I can't wrap my brain around it. Uh, Lacari is also facing charges of two counts of stalking a e minor, one count of obstruction of justice, obviously, because she freaking brought in her daughter being like, my daughter's a victim cyberbullying, but she's the one that's fucking doing it. So she's just like, you're completely tapped. And two counts of using a computer to commit a crime. They should honestly also give her one count of being a pussy ass bitch because she had to hide behind a computer to be a fucking sicko. Uh, but it's like, you know, say it to my face, mom. That's what that this little girl should say. She'd be like, say it to my face, mom. <laughs> Keyboard warrior. But I don't know. I just hope she gets heavily fined or something and goes somewhere to seek medical help because I think counseling obviously should be part of her court order. Like she should be forced to do a severe amount of counseling because she has something wrong with her brain. I don't think locking someone up like this is very helpful and honestly I don't really see her being locked up in a prison because it's not something that it's not like she physically harmed her daughter she just I mean mental doing something mentally to somebody is just as bad as doing something physical but because she's not like on that level I don't see a reason as to why they would lock her up in jail but I really do hope that she gets the medical and mental intervention that she needs. But there's definitely some trauma there. And I also wonder how their home life was as a family prior to this. I'm very curious and want to know more on that front. Like, How was the relationship between mother and daughter, between uh mother and father i i just need to know the di- night i just need to know the dynamic i just want to know like is there other siblings it's just there's a lot still coming out about this so i guess we'll see what happens she is being arraigned tomorrow actually and she was released uh recently on $5000 bail and the hearing is set for december 29th so I guess I'll keep you guys updated on what happens. I'm sure you're going to be following this case as well because it's very fucking bizarre. Um I know I've I've heard some people talk about this case and laughing about it. I don't really think it's funny. I don't think anything about a parent tormenting their child is funny. I think it's fine to make jokes in the in the aspect of I don't know, towards the mom, but as it as a whole, I don't think that this is funny. And it also makes me think, like, how often is this happening with sick people? Sick people who who then have children, mentally ill people who have children, and the depths and layers in which that mental torment comes into play how often is this happening? So that's also something I hope people can look into because I really honestly, truthfully do not believe that this is just a rare case. And I'm not saying like a bunch of parents do this to their kids, but I feel like this is so much easier for somebody to do something like this to their child if they are mentally fucked up in the head. Um catfishing, cyberbullying, it's so easy to do with younger people and so much easier to convince them of something when they're that young. I don't know, again, if she's middle school or high school age, this girl, but it kind of sounds like she is because they were talking about how she had a boyfriend and stuff. So I'm just only assuming maybe she's in middle school or high school. So that case is developing, very interesting, very fucked up, but I also wanted to talk about the traits of toxic parents. We talk about toxic people, but parents as a whole, I'm sorry, there are toxic ones out there. I've talked about this a little bit here and there on the podcast, but I also have done some research on the back end, and I thought this was very important given the circumstances of this case. So toxic parents, uh, usually their signs of this is self-centered, limited time for empathy. So their needs are number one, and they have a hard time putting putting themselves in other people's shoes. The empathy is not there. Like, oh, you're crying, you're upset, you're this, you're that. They're like, "Uh, that's kind of too bad. That's not in my timeline. So they're going to kind of brush you to the side and just think about themselves for the most part. Another trait would be they're very disrespectful. Like, even the basic level of kindness is hard for them at times, even when they should be like your parents should be loving, supportive, nurturing. And if they're just like treating you like shit, like that's just, it's not a fun place to be at. So another trait is they're emotionally reactive. Uh, they can't control or regulate their emotions at all, basically. And think of a toddler having a tough time calming themselves down. They're very overdramatic. They're unpredictable. Um, think of a child trying to put like blocks or toys or something together and getting very frustrated easily and maybe throwing it like that is could be considered like an adult who's emotionally reactive like they might react in a very unpredictable weird way uh another trait is controlling using it in a form of a guilt trip or kind of just like pouting in a way to get their way uh angered easily this is usually in a parental role a passive aggressive or snide comments like they talk under their breath and they're like (laughs) "Yeah." it's like grow up it's basically like just i feel like toxic parents are basically just very immature adults is generally what i'm getting from this uh they're very critical they pick you apart they find fault manipulative they usually twist the truth to make themselves look good. It's just always in a way to make themselves look better, basically. Uh, blaming. They don't want to take accountability for their behaviors, even when they're wrong and they tend to use you or others as a scapegoat, again, to make themselves look good. They're very demanding. That's different from controlling because in this, they show no regard in what you want to do because everything is on their time. Again, they're self-centered and, and everything is about them, and oftentimes they're embarrassing. They present poor behavior overall. They're mean. Uh, the jokes sometimes that they say can kind of cut you like a knife. Like it's just not—it's not funny, but to them it might be. A verbal or physical fighting could even be part of this. They also present no boundaries, like there's none. They intrude on personal space and into your beliefs or wishes, like they just don't really care if you say like, hey, I don't really like when you do this, they will probably end up doing it and then pretend like they don't remember that that is a boundary of yours or that you're being overdramatic and that you need to relax even though you are very valid in how you feel. Also, they can be competitive. Instead of supporting or cheering you on, it's a constant battle to one-up you, which is very fucking weird to me. But, you know, these are traits. They're real. This does happen. And oftentimes, I think the first step in having a situation with parents who are toxic is awareness, because that leads to acceptance. Once you're like, okay, this person doesn't make me feel good. I need to distance myself from them in order to understand what it means to have boundaries, because sometimes we oftentimes will set a boundary with somebody and they'll cross it and then we'll get very upset. But if we take a step back completely from a person, pleaser thing, and we kind of think, okay, this person's upsetting me, this person is doing things purposely to push my buttons, and I am giving them a reaction that they wanted, and now I feel really badly about myself. Notice how you feel, basically. And it, it does, doesn't even have to just involve parents. Like, it, just anybody as as a whole in your life. Like, how does this person make me feel? And just kind of go based off that. Because it's just not, it, it's not good for anybody to be around somebody who has toxic tendencies. And you want people to accept you and respect your wishes and if they can't do that then they just don't they don't see you as a human they see you as like a subhuman but like below them and they're like above you for some fucking weird reason but as always if you find yourself in an, any abusive or toxic situation please talk to a therapist or a trusted individual to help understand how to navigate your situation. Toxic parents, toxic friends, talk, toxic anything, is it sucks. Because a lot of times we tend to want to fix the situation or we think maybe it's me or maybe it's not just all of all them and maybe I have some part in it. But your feelings for what's going on are valid and I hope that... When you are picking people to be in your life, that you really, truly look inward sometimes and think, what are these people bringing to my life? And I have the control and the power to not have them part of my life, family or not. Because I think a lot of people can relate to the fact that you can be in situations with family or friends and You kind of want it to go a certain way and it's not going in that direction and you want to fix it, but you can't. You can't make people be something that they're not. So meet people where they're at, tell them how you feel, and whether or not they change is on them, but you don't have to stick around. It's up to you and what you want to do. Again, make your boundaries and go from there. But... Okay. I'll talk to you guys on Wednesday and until next time. Bye.